0: And welcome back to another episode of the Brain League Podcast. I am joined by Thomas. Joe is finally back. No Tom. He's on LTIR to start the year, just like most guys on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, (laughs) Let's start there, shall we? Because I don't think we covered the last... Oh, no, we covered Klingberg going on LTIR. Yeah. But is it possible that Ryan Reeves is going on LTIR? (laughs) Because he doesn't know how to skate.
1: (laughs) He also doesn't know how to walk either. He fell in the tunnel as well, so... (laughs) Honestly, that's probably the...
2: like took you know what they did? They're like, okay, this is our opportunity, and they like removed this step for him just so he could <laughs> actually be placed in LTIR.
0: That is top ten funniest thing I've ever seen in the NHL. <laughs> like the way he just skated into the boards, and he was like, Oh, my leg, and then he's walking down the tunnel, and you just see him slip. I was like, That's what game was that against? That, that wasn't was it, was it Columbus.
1: Columbus, yes.
0: Yeah, so the game where they had the ridiculous comeback and still lost. Yeah. That's the most Leafs thing of all time. Why don't you get into that, Thomas? Or do you want to start with uh, JT1K?
1: Yeah, I'll start with that. Um, Return to Long Island for what the, I guess it's like the eighth or seventh time, I guess. Still getting booed there, which uh, gets mixed reviews from Leaf fans and New York Islanders fans. But he records point number 1,000 on the tying goal to force overtime. He tipped it in. Uh, Riley scored the goal. They were kind of celebrating. We saw the video of his dad celebrating. We saw the other person in the video not celebrating. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty pretty great accomplishment for JT. Um, you know, for a guy who's quote unquote slowing down, and that's said by me as well. Um, to record a thousand points in the league is pretty impressive. Uh, he's the 98th player of all time to do that, which is actually crazy considering how many good players there are in the NHL and its history. Mm-hmm. He's the 98th player. Um, I don't know who's up next for one K. Uh, currently active in the nhl but it's got to be someone pretty close to um that number for sure but yeah such a good number for Tavares. Uh, i think he's a point per game this year he's been playing pretty decent uh with new linemates coming in and out with him on that line so yeah to record a thousand points versus the islanders is uh <laughs> it's funny
2: it's poetic for sure and i just yeah. did a quick search of who's next for a thousand points it's actually blake wheeler Mm. at 931 but i really don't think he's gonna get there he, yeah he you need like 70 points and he's already been he's been terrible this year with the rangers so yeah and then next the surprise surprise Corey perry at 892 <laughs>
1: oh no <laughs> well, he's not getting there <laughs>
2: no and do you want to know who's right after him one point behind take a guess
1: well the way you said it it's like a funny player so
0: oh I, I'm looking at it, so that's pretty. funny. Oh my god! You it's like it. it's it's actually ridiculous. If that's yeah, Thomas is, there, is it is
1: it a lot back or like one point back from Perry?
0: One point back from Perry with
2: about 700 games in hand. McDavid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's at 891 in 595 wow. games.
1: So he's gonna be the next yeah. player to get a thousand.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's gonna
0: he's gonna blow past Wheeler by like. February. It's funny because he's <laughs> like going to be 49.
1: the 99th player to get it. And like Gretzky and Oilers. That's pretty.
0: Marshan, Jamie Benn, Brett Burns, Jeff Carter, Nathan McKinnon. Mm. I did not realize Nathan McKinnon had 800 points.
2: Well, if you didn't have like those slow couple. I know. He'd already, terrible, yeah, he'd, he'd already be there. Yeah. He'd already be like there. Right around a thousand right now. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I didn't realize he was that far up, but good for JT.
1: Yep, a lot of good players to get the thousand points. Um, but if we're going on the last week or so about the team, the three are no three zero and two since last recording. Obviously, the famous two is the overtime losses because they seem to always uh, go to overtime and shootouts. Um, they got a five goal comeback versus the Blue Jackets on Thursday, which I don't know how to read into that. Do you say they have resiliency, or do they say? We suck, and we were down 5 nothing to the Clubs Blue Jackets and ended up losing in overtime anyway. So then on Saturday, they went 7 nothing versus the Penguins, which don't get me started about the Penguins. They look atrocious. They were um, awful. Yeah, it's not looking well for Pittsburgh right now. But Leaf standpoint, sick. I Pretty guess a sick. decent week for them. They've been scoring goals. Um, yeah, I can't really complain about their game. They're over-regulation yeah, then- loss. Like, I can't complain, right?
2: I know they don't they just get points like the thing is about the like the comebacks all the time I've been saying this in the chat for like three weeks Mm -hmm. it's the same thing every time they're down one or two goals and they'll play six on five and and they'll work every single time so they have the talent to just literally turn it into a shinny where they're playing against like a varsity team in the Mm -hmm. last couple minutes and they've done it every time Um, but the thing is you can't rely on that all the time like you have Obviously, the the guys that are paid the most are literally getting it done every time. It's Matthew scores every time under a minute to, like, tie the game or whatever. But these guys are playing, like, 25, 26 minutes just to get to overtime during the regular season. And then then it's like they run out of gas and lose in overtime. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's not, like, sustainable. But they are banking the points, and they're, like, right behind the Bruins. So if the goal is to, like, win the division, which it should have been, like, going into the year, then... It it is working for what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, but I agree. And with their injuries, it's like I mean, to get points like this, it's like fine with their defensive yeah. core, the way it looks, right? Yeah. So, um, Bruce, do you have any thoughts?
0: No, yeah, it's like what Joe said. They just come playoff time, you can't play like that.
1: So yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because they, they did and they won against Tampa.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. but it it's didn't. Crazy, it didn't like, work against. But it didn't work against the Panthers, right? Because they
1: couldn't score goals. You're right. Yes.
0: Yeah. So it's like if. God forbid that goal scoring dries up, which we've seen it happen in the past outside of that one series against Tampa Bay. Um they gotta clean that up. Yeah. Um and who knows what it's gonna be in net. Martin Jones has been actually quite solid in the few games he's played. Uh Samsonov is just Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Man. That's that was Brad Trailing's best move this offseason. Was only give him the one signing year, yeah? Samsonov <laughs> to a one year deal. Because mm-hmm. oh my god, sense. he's He's it made awful. He's, yeah. It's like, this is like, I have a buddy who's a Washington fan. And he's like, yeah, he's like, this is what we had in Washington. And then he was good last year. And then he's back to kind of where he was. So we'll see. I wonder if, I doubt there is, but I wonder if Trey Love is even thinking about a goalie. No, I don't think so. Because do you run role, so. like how Like how much do you want to run him? And if Samson continues to suck, who knows? But they're finally getting production from Galley Max Domi, who's been better. Uh, Bertuzzi what have your thoughts been on his game because he only has like 10 points or something yeah
1: well we also the problem going into the year with Bertuzzi is his foot speed right and it's been that clear problem and finding a place to play all the time I thought it was gonna be the top line but I was considered wrong in that scenario um, he had three apples on Saturday but that was maybe his best game as a Leaf like I, I don't know if a memorable one sticks out but just not getting the goals not getting the points he unfortunately has hindered a ice time because like players like Matthews, Nylander, Marner, Tavares are on for basically the whole two minutes of a power play, and then he doesn't play penalty kills. So he's only really showing up during, you know, five on five play, which he's obviously not showing up for. But yeah, yeah he's been a are... tough watch, like to say the least, because yeah. he's been good other elsewhere, right? Detroit, he was scoring. He was good. He was on the power play. Boston, Boston, he was good scoring. Like it was, it's weird, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't also help when, you know, the third period, like, it's really just the big boys yeah, exactly, who got there, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's a the problem. Yeah. They hammer those guys. But, um, yeah, they've been, what are they, they're 16, 6, and 6? Yep. They're 10 games over Batman 500. So, <laughs> Batman. Which, uh, it's better than, I guess, those Tampa Bay Lightning. Hmm. Yeah, Man, I mean, they're, they're, they're making are, points. I was watching when I, because I... Uh, admittedly, I don't watch a ton of Tampa. When they were playing the Flames Saturday night, I was like, okay, they I understand. This. I, I was like, I understand they're like at the end of a road trip, but I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, what? I'm like, they look good in the third, but I was just like, man, outside of points, Samkos and Gucherov, it's like, <laughs> it's grim. there's like nothing there. No, Defensively, they're a mess. Yeah. And I was looking at it, I was looking at it yesterday. They are third last in goals against they have the third most goals against allowed this year. Like hmm. hard well, to 14. be fair, they
2: had Johansson for like the first two months yeah, of the season.
0: But like, it wasn't even that bad that, to
2: be fair. Yeah, no.
0: like Vasi hasn't been great either, though. No, outside no. of the game against Edmonton where he's still on his head.
2: Well, <laughs> did you see the thing that they they what did they they lost seven four? They won seven four. they won 7-4.
0: And they gave up like fifty-three shots or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's Vasilevsky led in four goals, made fifty three saves. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: he played out. Another. He played great against Edmonton. Yeah. yeah, no, that uh, I don't know. Tampa doesn't look great. Like, I knew they're. Uh, I, I wonder what they do with Stamkos at, at some point this year if they fall out of it. I don't think they will, but no, man. you have
2: to resign them. Like,
0: <laughs> or you trade? Well, I don't
2: know what else you would do with them. <laughs> But then what are you getting for him? A pick? The team is locked up to these I think. I now. think
0: somebody would. Stamkos is start really good. I think somebody would. Yeah, 100%. Give yeah. quite a lot to get him. Yeah. But as a rental. I think. Oh, yeah. But, like, somebody would give up.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
0: A pretty. Yeah. If he was on the market. Yeah. I hope it doesn't oh, yeah. get to
1: that scenario. Because that would be really weird for Stamkos to leave a team who's pretty It almost good. happened once. Yeah.
0: It right. Almost happened once, so um, all right. I think I'm good yeah. on the
1: Leafs so You want to
0: take over with the Flames? Yeah, um, they dropped three straight earlier this week, uh, three blown third period leads to Colorado, Vegas, and Minnesota. The Colorado game was fun up until the third when I think Avalanche just kind of got going and they blew a two-wall lead. McKinnon scored with a few minutes left. That was game. Flooddar had a rough going that one they play the next night in vegas hmm. uh same thing they, they go up going into the third vegas ties it they take the lead sharon govich because he's on some kind of heater right now ties it and then mark stone bears in overtime dustin wolf gave up five on i want to say 37 shots thought he looked good in that game Obviously, didn't matter because he got sent down yesterday. Hmm. Uh, and then, obviously, they, they lose to Minnesota. Again, another scenario where they took a lead in the third, blew it, lost in a shootout. Uh, do you guys know, the Flames have gone to five shootouts, I want to say, this year. Can you name me the players that have scored in the shootout for the Flames? Zary.
1: I know Sharon Go- Govich for sure because he scored in the Leafs, right? Yeah.
0: Sharon Govich? Do you know if there's anybody else on that list? I don't think there is. <laughs> no, Thomas is That's right. Jagor Sharon Gobich is the only player to score in the shootout. Was it for the, it first the Leafs? Player. He scored against the Leafs. That rib. He scored yeah. against Minnesota. Yeah. He scored sure. against the Islanders. I think he's like three for five this year. Um, he's got
2: that patented move down, dude. He's
0: gross in the shootout because yeah. he because he, he shoots it extremely well, but he can also like make a move. Uh, but like they continually go to Huberto, and I'm like, dude, like enough. What do you want enough. them to do? The guy's making more than all of Calgary. But like he comes in like skating at like two miles an hour, and like it's the same thing. He always either yeah. wants to try go five hole, yeah, or he tries to go blocker side. Yeah, enough. <laughs> same with Kadri. Awful. Kadri's been great this year, but enough with him in the shootout. Enough. Give me like fucking. I don't care. Get like Martin Gaspar hospice Weger, fucking Anderson throw in there, like, I don't get, just stop going to 10 and 91 of the shootouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're trying to lose games, which admittedly we should be, keep throwing them out there, but I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm like, when Huberto came up to shoot against Minnesota, oh, ah, here we go. Fucking thir- on pace for 39 points, Jonathan Huberto. 39! <laughs> Dude, Holy I thought there was absolutely no way he'd be worse than last year. <laughs> Same. And yet, up. here we are. 30, he's on pace for 39 points. Like, what That's amazing. F- yeah, Daryl Sutter was really the issue, eh, John?
2: Yeah. Okay, one thing yeah. I want to ask. Have you heard of your boy Elias' Lindholm name all year?
0: No, he's been silent. Like, this guy. it's okay, in a yeah, contract, no. year. <laughs> contract year. Contract year, and he's having part of the worst year of his career outside of maybe his like, rookie year. Yeah, it's been tough sliding for him. He Here's the thing with Len Holman, and I think he's not a play-driving center. He's somebody that if you put somebody really, really good with him, he can succeed. Look yeah. no further than the 21-22 year when he was playing with Goudreau and Kachuk. He's expected right now to try and drive his own line, which is not mm-hmm. happening, and he's being put in a situation where he's not going to succeed. In. Last year, he had to Foley. And Toffoli had a great year, and that line worked because Toffoli had a great year. Sharon Govich is coming along. He's been playing a lot better as of late, and I think Conroy might have been onto something when he traded for him. Manjapani, eh, he's still driving play. He's just not scoring. So when it's come to Lindholm, it's like he's just kind of in neutral and he's not really doing anything. I think if you put him in a situation, like I, I keep thinking about the Bruins and how natural of a fit I think that would be alongside Pastor Nack and in. Mm-hmm. Would the Bruins, you know, give up that much to get him? I don't know. Colorado makes sense because, again, you could probably split up Landis, uh, not Landis Gog, Ranson and McKinnon if that's the case, because we've seen them do it before. Yeah, it's he's had a tough year. And, like, you watch him play and, He's just not the player that you thought he was, and I'm so happy that he turned down the nine million dollars per year. Because yeah. oh my god, that would have been so bad if he signed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said it at the time, I was like nine million is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like I wouldn't. I'd pay him a shade more than what he's getting paid right now. He's a What's five he and a half, now? six million, four eight, four eight four, five, eight. which is like he's he's played. Over that contract since they got him, even mm. this year, yeah. I think he's playing yeah. better than a four million dollar player. Yeah. So like yeah. they've gotten really good value out of him, and that's also why I think, come the deadline, he's so valuable because he only makes four point eight million bucks, and also you can retain on that. And now he's a two million dollar player, right? So, I guess I guess we'll see what happens. But now he's been, he's been pretty piss poor. So, I guess we'll see what happens. Markstrom is returning. Mm. Seems like tonight. Uh Pan- Matthew Chuck and the Panthers are in town. So um we'll see how that happens. Uh and obviously Wolf and Solovyov both got sent down, which probably means Tanev is nearing a return because now they only have six defensemen on the roster. So I think Tanev is nearing a return, which would which would be great. Um, especially for tonight. Hopefully get him healthy and then see up for a trade. Hmm. Um to Carolina. But yeah who yeah. oh who knows? Um but yeah, no, Sharon Go, which has been really good as of late. Really liked his game, just scoring now, which is good. Brought him in to score goals and he's scoring goals. Uh McKenzie has been great. He's up to eight goals this year. He's already tied his career high for 31 games. So you know how many defensemen have more goals than McKenzie Weager this year? One. Quinn Hughes. Or Are- Hughes has more than eight. He has so Hughes is nine, McCar is eight, Dobson has eight, and Weger has eight. Jeez. Sorry, not Dobson. Uh Bouchard. Evan Bouchard is eight. Pretty ridiculous stat, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. He had four all of last year. Didn't score his first until New Year's Eve last year. Mm-hmm. Now he's got eight. Jeez. Yeah. He's on pace for 21 goals. Will it happen? Probably not. <laughs> but 21 goals to be on pace for it on December, as we're recording this, December 18th.
1: Pretty good. You know who you know who uh he's projected more goals than Matthew Kachuk and Alexander
0: Ovechkin. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh god, crazy. that guy you know, off
2: of map.
0: You know Uyghur has more goals than Matthew Kachuk this year? He hasn't been good this year, yeah. He's been good, he's just not scoring, but
2: um <laughs> we, won trade, guys. More than him. we won the trade, guys. We
0: won the trade. Yeah, I know Chucky's only on pace for like 60 some points this year. Yeah, it's been not great. Yeah, it's been
2: good. So, oh, yeah, they've been true.
0: phenomenal, right? Yeah, watch yeah. the tonight's tonight. tonight Chucky goes off for like a hundred oh, percent. He's going, he's going off tonight, guys. Like, the, the he's yet to beat the flames since becoming a Panther. Tonight's the night. He's going off. Sam Bennett's going off. Ryan Lomberg's going off. Hmm. all the former flames are just going to go crazy tonight, I bet. Um, Oh, it'll be fun tonight. Uh hopefully they I just want them to beat the Panthers. Like uh, they can beat Matthew Kachuk for the rest of his career, it would be freaking hilarious. Hmm. So um I just wanted to quickly touch on Connors Airy scored again Saturday night. Guys, when do we uh when do we start saying Connorsary for Calder?
2: Oh no, we're not when,
0: <laughs> What do you mean? Okay, <laughs> listen, listen to this. i I just need to pull it up. Rookie scoring. So he currently has uh, 16 and 21, I want to say. I just need an NHL.com load. Yeah, so he's sitting at 16 points in 21 games. He sits fourth in all rookie scoring. Never uh-huh. mind you, the guy in third, Adam Fantilli, he's played 32 games. Marco Rossi, mm-hmm. second, 28 games. Connor Bedard's obviously in first, 30 games. In terms of points per game, he sits He sits second for all intents and purposes. The guy who sits first is Adam Edstrom, one game, one point. So he's second for all intents and purposes, 0. 0.76 points per game. He's been legitimately great. Yeah, he has. And if the, and if the Flames are going to send somebody to the All-Star game, I'd send Connor Zary. G- genuinely, send Connor Zary. Zary or Uyghur? One of the two. Uh, I would
1: say Uyghur, but
0: Uyghur. <laughs> I'd i I'd send Zary just because he's since he's been brought up, I think he's been their best player or one of their best players. Uh like he has seven goals all at even strength in 21 games. That puts him on a 24 goal pace. The last rookie to score 24 goals in a rookie season for the Calgary Flames, look no further than Johnny Gadrow. Do they have another Johnny Cadre on their hands? I'd say no. Relax. But Uh, he's been great and uh, he's been fun to watch. I still remember when Tom said back in 2020 that he was a bad pick at 24, and I was like, No, I think he'll be okay. That's why we have to Uh, like
1: be patient with rookies who don't play right out of the gate. Like, it's like,
0: especially when you take a guy in the late first round, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, and they traded down twice and still got him. Yeah, I think I don't know if he'll keep up this pace. But he's been a welcomed surprise. And uh, I'm excited for when they eventually start moving guys and Peltier comes back and they get Coronado back up in the lineup. And hopefully that's in March when I go, when I go to watch play Pittsburgh, hopefully Coronado, Peltier, hopefully Wolf, hopefully all those guys are there. But it'll be interesting to watch. The youth movement's been a good time. That's really all I got on those guys. Uh, keep, you know, keep bringing in the youth. They've been fun. Jeremy Poirier when he gets healthy, bring him up. Thomas Tatar got traded. Tatar, <laughs> he was a bad I, pick dude. With I didn't even know. I didn't even know that happened. Like I was sitting at work and then Joe, they you out know, Tatar to Seattle. I'm like, what? And uh, yeah, so fifth round pick, blockbuster. You know, it's funny, Colorado. They got 4.8 million dollars in cap space after that. Interesting, interesting, because Miles Lenholm makes four point eight million dollars.
2: I think Colorado
0: needs a centerman. I think they sure. just need another forward. Yeah, but yeah, second line center would be probably ideal.
1: Craig Berube got fired from St. Louis. Craig
0: Berube got fired.
2: Yep. Jordan mm-hmm.
0: Cairo was upset.
2: There's a whole. Not what are, upset, your, what are your thoughts on that mean, stance? I mean, he's pumped.
0: Okay, what Kairu said could have been so much worse, and I don't know why it was taken as such a bad thing for him to say. He said he has no comment, he's not my coach anymore. Well, what do you want him to say? Like to me, it's everybody, and we've said I've said it a hundred times. Everyone always wants NHL players to be more out, outgoing and less robotic. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says something and people get upset. Yeah. Yep. What did Kairo say that was actually upsetting? People are like, oh, well, Barube. Led St. Louis to a cup. Well, Kyra wasn't on the team, right? He wasn't playing. It's like he wasn't a part of that group. So for for St. Louis fans to get that upset and boom on home like, come on,
2: really? Yeah, that was pretty dumb.
0: So, and luckily the very next game, he had a goal and an assist. Made um, yeah, the, the assist on the game-winning goal, and they, they gave him a standing goal. So hopefully that – I don't, like – Stuff like that can ruin a relationship between a player and a team. I don't know if that will here. Because obviously it was only one game, but who mm-hmm. knows, really.
2: Yeah, he's locked up long-term, too. So, like, for the fans to, like, boom like that, it's not like this guy's, like, a veteran that, like, has barely been there and, like, is gone at the end of the year, right? Like, it's a guy that's 25. Him and Thomas are supposed to be, like, the the two guys, like, driving the offense moving forward, like, now and moving forward and then you boo him like crazy, and then he came a standing O the next game. Like it kind of made no sense to me. Like the roster construction is terrible for that team. I mm-hmm. don't know if we've ever really talked about the Blues that much here. Yeah, but their their roster is terrible, and they're and they're locked into these long term bad contracts with guys on the wrong side of thirty. You have Braden Shen. Yeah, Pareko, Krug, Bennington's been good for one year. We've seen that already. He's like a 900 save percentage goalie. That's what he is. Um, yeah, and there's others, like even Justin Falk. Like, why is that guy getting, like, a massive deal? Um, I but, said it when they yeah. signed
0: that deal. It was bad when they and signed it. And I'm pretty
1: it. sure, Joe, to your point, almost all of those players have no move clauses. <laughs>
2: Yeah, remember they were supposed to trade Krug to Philly, and he said no because he has yeah. the no trade clause, or else they would have had a uh, Sandheim. I think Sandheim and yeah, so, Kevin Hayes,
0: yeah, so Shen six and a half till twenty twenty eight. Cairo and awful. Thomas, Cairo and Thomas are both signed till the end of twenty thirty one, which those are fine deals. They're fine. Uh, Hayes they got until twenty six at three point five. Brandon Saad till twenty six four and a half. Yeah, it's on the defense where they get absolutely railed. Falk, Krug, are both six and a half till twenty twenty seven, and then Pareko till twenty thirty at six
2: and a half. Oh my god,
0: Jesus Christ! And then Scandella, this is the last year where he's making three point two, and then yeah, obviously they got Binner until twenty seven at six. Yeah, Oof. I don't know
2: how Doug Armstrong is still employed with those contracts. He, the guy, literally chose Tory Krug over Petrangelo.
0: No, it was Justin Falk.
2: Still. Come on. Because if bro. they
0: hadn't signed Falk, they would have had... It was Falk and Scandella. They they traded for Justin Falk and signed him. And then they traded for Marco Scandella mm-hmm. when he was already on that bad deal. And then so they just didn't have the cap space to sign Petrangelo. And then, yeah, to your point, Joe, they did sign Krug when I think they knew they were out of it. Yeah. Which is...
2: That's pathetic. I did Can not you see Petrangelo know Petrangelo another cup. Assistant captain, so great.
0: I did not know Colton Preco was signed until twenty thirty. Holy shit! And he's fallen off a cliff.
1: Remember that? Remember how like on a high was, that guy was. His,
0: and as a rookie, that he was unbelievable. Run. Yeah, he was phenomenal. Yeah, he only, so he has yeah no he's been oof. Do you guys have anything else? It was a, qu- I don't know. a quiet. I'm
1: trying weeks. to think. I'm trying to think. Ronnie girl got his
0: 700th point. Yeah, Should have been seen. in Calgary. Should. Be. uh Patrick Kane, they're one in five since they got him.
1: That's such a guy, like a like that. Just like you're just attacking the guy at that point. Like it just like Larkin hasn't played. Their team is not great. Like, we know that.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's just the Kane, they're missing solid. like their
2: two center best centermen. Like yeah, Kane has two points, uh, six
1: games. Who? Tain has two points Kane. in, like, those six games.
0: And I think both of them are on the power play. I don't think he's... Uh...
1: They are. They're uh, one goal, one assist, yeah. both on the power play.
0: Yeah. So, it's a uh, <sighs> tough sliding over there with Detroit currently. Remember but... what I
1: said, Russo, last week? I'm like, the playoffs are, like, kind of set in a way. Like, honestly, like, if Philadelphia keeps playing the way they're playing, they're going to make the playoffs. Like, I don't see them slowing down. Like, <laughs> catching up to s- Shout to out Samuel Erickson.
0: Shout out to Samuel Harrison for, for getting me a couple wins this week. Fantasy. Big the, shout out the, for him.
2: The return of like Couturier and Atkinson literally. Couturier is like the has reason. been so
0: good for them. He's And he missed good.
2: a full year and a half.
0: More, yeah, he's been, he he hadn't played a game since like something of 2021. Yeah, he's been I'm fucking at it right now. so good for them. It's crazy. So good. That kind of puts my theory away of if you miss that much time you'll never be the same. So my hope for Shelvington is still there but obviously he's not Sean Couturier. but my God he's been nothing short of great for them he's been awesome so like happy for him because the injury is terrible but Carter Hart's been good this year and like Rasmus for Salinen in like a four five role has been actually decent. he's not a complete mm. tire fire. How does that metro stack
1: up right now? Because I think New Jersey's out, right? Or are they in the wild? Card I think right they'll now?
0: I think they'll get into it. No, I do think yeah. they'll get in.
1: I'm just saying right now. It looks so weird oh. seeing all these Let me take a look. So In terms I of
0: it. in terms of the wild card in the east, you've got uh so in the Atlantic, Boston, Toronto, Florida, Metro, Rangers, Flyers, and Oh my god, Islanders. Carolina and Washington are are occupying the top two wild card spots. Detroit's got thirty-four points, so they're tied with Washington. New Jersey got 33, so they're obviously one back of Carol the one back of Washington, two back of Carolina, and the Lightning are 33, so they're one back of Washington as well. And it's funny because then you got Montreal with 30. Mm-hmm. Five they're four points out of a playoff spot. I don't and, know how, uh, but- And you have Pittsburgh bad, Buffalo's bad. I, our predictions on Buffalo are just not looking good. Terrible Columbus, we knew they'd be bad. Ottawa is in last, but they only have 26 games played. See, I I don't like this point. I've heard this as a sportsman, as opposed to no, no, Ottawa's admittedly bad. No, no, it's just saying Columbus
1: is worse. no, 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 I'm just saying. Everyone's like, oh, they have these games in hand. They're losing all these
0: games. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. Four Street. Like <laughs> and that's the, like that's the thing that like Thomas when we were in Ottawa, that's what Connor said, right? It's like, yeah, he's like, Yeah, it's great that we have all these games in hand, but if you don't win them, they don't mean shit. So yeah. it's just but to me, it's funny because like Columbus's win percentage is 391. Hmm. Oh my god, that is so fucking bad. How many Dude, points? Have Ottawa's wins. Sorry, what'd you say, Joe?
2: They have 10 wins. Of 32 games
0: yeah, man
2: chicago has nine
0: <laughs> you uh you went to you went to columbus to win hockey games hey eh, john uh, i'll i'll be forever salty about that i don't you know, know what Flames does, are like, though can they but fire dude, their well, damn it,
2: coach man
0: yeah Holy i mean that's smoke. one way you kickstart things but they're you know what like their roster outside of their Top six isn't great.
1: That's what I've been saying for the last two like years. Their,
0: their defense, yeah, I think they got three really good guys on their defense. Obviously, Shabbat's hurt right now. Um, But, like, Sanderson's good. Checker's good. Shabbat's good. But, like, I know most teams don't have more than three really good defensemen. And I know that's kind of, like, unless you're a team, like, I don't know. who is a team that's just loaded on the back end? Yes, Carolina in a way. Carolina, yeah, but like that obviously hasn't really worked for them. Yeah, but yeah. um it's just yeah, and then like Corpusel again, like I've said it a million times, he's either great <laughs> or he's terrible. There's no in between. Um so I wasn't high on Ottawa going into the year, and like, they're just kind of proving me right. Mm-hmm. But of course, like Ottawa's won like one home game in the, like two home games and like lost like two months. And of course, one of them was against the fucking flames, because of course, of course, the game we were there, they they play out of their they play great. Flames look like shit. Um, yeah, I mean it's okay, it's fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think Ottawa, they still have some they're young, but they're not like they're not like that young though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Stutzel's young. Kachuk's gonna be 25. Batherson, I think, is gonna be 26 or 27. Yeah, they're getting up there. Like Sanderson's young, but like and like he's going to be 25, 26. Shabbat, same thing. I think he's even a little bit older. Like they're not like this. They're not like Chicago, where even though Chicago's still really bad, they're, all their guys are like 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, or even like Columbus, to be fair. Like Columbus has got a lot of guys, but they're all like 20. Like Fantilli's 18. Juracek, I think it's 20. Like they're. They're young, but they're not like they're not like this up and coming team anymore. Well, Same can be said for
1: Buffalo. Yeah, and, and Joe, exactly. mentioned it, like, Ottawa's, Ottawa's, Buffalo. Joe mentioned. Joe yeah. mentioned like Ottawa is locked into all those guys. That's the thing. Like yeah. sure you can get and out like, of it, but
0: And like I've said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I I'd much rather have my young guys locked up long term than to not. Obviously, we've saw the flames get burned by it by not signing Gaudreau and Kachuk. Given Goudreau necessarily wasn't young, but Kachuk was. Like, they're, I'd much rather be in a situation like Ottawa than in a situation like the Flames are currently, because Ottawa can find their way out of it if they can just figure out the bottom of their roster, right? And whoever comes in to be their next full-time GM hopefully can figure that out. But in saying that, it's, yeah, there was expectations for the Sensors here and they're not meeting them.
2: No, and they haven't been for years. (laughs) No. Taking this, Vegas came into the league 2017 and Ottawa started their rebuild officially in 2018. That's all you need to know about the direction yeah. of the team and how they've been doing.
0: Yeah. it's It, it doesn't help that they also fucked themselves over with the Duchesne trade. Like, they, like, imagine... set them back. <laughs> like, imagine having a Bowen Byram on your team right now. Or right. whoever else went in 2019. Like, a Zgris. Like, how much different do the Sens look if they have a, a Matt Boldy or a Zegris or a Byram or... I'm just trying to think of that, like Caulfield, like guys who went early in that 2019 draft. Like, how much different is their team? You know, imagine that. Imagine that pick turned in the first overall. They're so lucky to turn into Jack Hughes.
2: Yeah.
0: But then again, how much fun would Colorado be with Jack Hughes?
2: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Maybe be the best one-two punch in the Imagine world.
0: Imagine your your one-two is fucking McKinnon and Hughes. <laughs> and you still got like Rantanen, Makar. Like, sure, <laughs> they don't have Byron, but like, who cares? Like, you have Makar and Taves. Fuck. That'd be absolutely insane. I kind of wish that happened. Just because fun. Anyway, uh, we're running low on time. Do you guys have anything quick left to add before we take off?
1: world juniors draft this later this week correct
0: yeah i think all the rosters should be in in there by then hopefully uh yep. canada looks like they're gonna get absolutely killed Maybe See, i, don't, killed, I, I, I can't saying. agree with
1: that i can't agree with i don't that.
0: think i think the states are gonna win
1: i do too but i can't agree and with imagine if canada russia was
0: there even russia would kick ass I don't think russia, would, russia would have a good team if they were there they'd be sad yeah. anyway um that is going to do it for this one as always you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the bright leaf pod and we will see you guys in the next one